Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Lamed Bet. We'll begin on Lamed Aleph Amur Bet. On the bottom of the page, Rabbi Papa, my time alone. Rabbi Papa, my time alone. Amar Kav Nachmani Bar Yitzchak. So we had two opinions of what was the last. Oh wait, before we start, uh, today's Shur is available. No, tomorrow's Shur is available. Today's Shur is going to be Lulun Shmat Meir Shlomo Ben Alisa. Hashem should send Refuah Shlema. Bezat Hashem. Oh wow. Um, welcome, Habib. Just thinking about you. Okay, about to start the shiur. So we had two opinions, Rabbi Papa and Rabbi Yochanan ben Hanina, and, and Rabbi Nachman ben Yitzchak. And the one wants to know what Rabbi Papa understands that the, the ninth takana of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai was about the Lashon Shel Zehorit. No, I'm sorry. Rabbi Papa says that it was about um, Kerem Revai, and Rabbi Nachman ben says it was Lashon Shel Zehorit. Says Imana, why doesn't he go like that? Because he says, Amalach will tell you, Isak Kedai Tarbi Yochum and Zakai, we're on the bottom of Lamar Alpha Amar Bet. Isak Tarbi Yochum and Zakai, if you thought it was Yochum and Zakai, be married Yochum and Zakai, me have a Lashon Shazorit. In the days of Yochum and Zakai, they didn't even have Lashon Shazorit. Why? By the time we learned, Koshotan Shalbi Yochum and Zakai, me have a Sushana. Welcome, good morning, Boketov. The whole life of Yochum Zakai was 120 years. Of his life, he had 40 years of his life that he was learning, that he was working. 40 years he learned Torah. And 40 years he taught Torah. Vitanya, we also learned. So he had, we learned that's one thing. Vitanya, we also learned. 40 years before the Beit Mikdash. We know that the strip of wool that was outside the Beit HaMikdash to show whether our sins got forgiven, for the last 40 years it never got white. It got redder. because we were doing Avirot and it wasn't getting better. It also says that it happened that after the, 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 the destruction of Beit HaMikdash, Yochum ben Zakai made a few takanot. So that means that Yochum ben Zakai was living after the destruction of Beit HaMikdash. If so, that means that he was only starting to teach within the last 40 years of the destruction of Beit HaMikdash. If so, that we, our question is, so now how could it be that he made the takana that we shouldn't put the red wool one the, the the thing of red wool in the outside the Beit Hamikdash anymore. If in his days they didn't do it anymore, it didn't turn white anymore. Why would he? Why would he be the one making this 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 thing? No one knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, one more time. Okay, you got it. Let's suppose the Yochum Zakai was the rabbi who made the takana that since the Jews were looking at the the strip of wool and they were getting nervous from it, he put it inside the Beit Hamikdash in two different steps. First, right inside, then all the way inside. Now, if Yochum Zakai made that thing, that means he had to have been there when sometimes it got it got white and sometimes it got red. But we know in the last forty years of Beit Hamikdash, it never got white, and we also know. That Yochum Zakai was only teaching Torah for forty years, and we also know that Yochum Zakai 
but was alive after the destruction of the Mikdash. So that means that he that he let's say forty three let's say three years after the destruction of the Mikdash, for for example. That means that he only started teaching three years into when the wool was not getting white anymore. So why would he be the one to make the takana? What does the other rabbi say? No. You're right. But it doesn't, he could have came up with the idea even before he was the actual rabbi. We said the last 40 years of his life he was teaching. Okay, maybe it was during the middle 40 years of his life when he was learning Torah, he was learning with his rabbi. He came up with the idea, he told his rabbi, and because, even though he wasn't the, the nasi yet, but they credited him with the idea. And that's why this is his thing. Right? He said something. The rabbi liked it, and therefore they moved it. And his rabbi put it in his name. Okay. We are now on the top of Lamed Ben Amur Alef. Point to, the, point to it. Uh, you see the Mishnah? Okay. Says the Mishnah. Seder Berachot, this is the Seder of the Berachot. Okay. Okay. Seder Berachot in the Mustaf is like this. Omer Avot Uvrot Kedushat Hashem. You mention Magen um, Avraham. Givurot is Givurot is Mehayametim. Kedushat Hashem is Atak Kadosh. V'cholel Malchut Imehem Ve'Enu Tokeh. You throw in Malchuyot with it, and you do not blow. Right? You throw in Malchuyot, and you don't blow. Malchuyot means you say Hamelach Hakadosh. Then you do Kedushat Hayom. You mention Kedushat Hayom, which is the Kedushah of Rosh Hashanah. V'Tokeh and you blow Shofar. Zichrot, you mentioned Zichrot, Vetukein, you blow Shofar. Shofar, you mentioned Shofarot, Vetukein, you blow Shofar. Umer Avodah, then you say, Ritzeh, Vehoda'ah, and you make, say, Modim, Uberkai Konim, you mention Uberkai Konim. Divrei, this is what Rehoi Meruri holds. Amor Bikivar, Bikivar told him, If you're not blowing by Malchior, why are you mentioning it? Ela, Umer Avod, Gurot, Kushat Hashem, you mention. According to him, he started off with Magen Abraham and Mechayim Batim and Atak Kadosh. You throw Balchiot together with it and you blow. Zichronot Vitokea. Shorot Vitokea. Veomer Avodah Vodah Brikat Konim. Okay, good. That's the Machloket. Says the Gemara. Amar Lo, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva told him, If you don't, Blow for Malchior, why would you mention it? Says what do you mean? Why would he mention it? Didn't the Torah say you have to mention it? We're going to see soon where the Torah is going to say it. Which means like this. What he meant to say is, why would we mention 10 different Pesukim of Malchior? We have a rule that every Rosh now we mention 10 Pesukim of Malchior. Why would we mention ten pesukim malchiot? We could have mentioned just nine. So says Gemara, "Hoyel ishtini ishtini," because since we're not blowing shofar, so why would we should mention we should do just 
9, yani 10 pesukim for zikronot, because that we're going to blow. 10 pesukim for shofarot, because that we're going to blow. And if what you're saying is true, that we don't blow for malchiyot, we should only mention 9 and not 10. Even though it's true, we have to mention Malchoyot, which we're going to see in the next Brayta. Why would we do the exact same? Why wouldn't we change a little bit since it's one of them that does not have a Shofar blast in it? He's saying, if you're not blowing Shofar, you should do something different than you do by Zichronot and Shofarot. By Zichronot and Shofarot, we ended up doing um, 10 Pesukim ten of each. Here, we should do 9. Why are we doing 10? Shofar needs 10 pesukim. Zichronot needs 10 pesukim. The, the law is that Machir also needs 10. But says Rabbi Akiva, well, if I'm not blowing, you could, you could get away with 9. How do we see the brighter? Tana will learn to the brighter. avot. How do we know we mentioned avot? Shneemar, havula Hashem b'nei elim. It says, b'nei elim, the sons of the mighty. When I'm showing Kivurot, this is a Mishnah in Masechet, Megillah. Shneemar havul Hashem kavod raos. Umenai shum kiddushot. Why we mention atak kadosh? Shneemar havul Hashem kavod shemosh tachulav hadat kodesh. That's how we know we mention atak kadosh in every amida. Umenai shum rim malchiot tachulav shot. So why do we mention malchiot tachulav shot on Rosh Hashanah? Rebbe Lezer says the chetiv basuk says Shabbaton zichron tiruah mekra kodesh. It says Shabbaton zichron tiruah and mekra kodesh. Shabbaton zukdushat yom that mentions. The, the, the holiness of Rosh Hashanah. Zikaron el shofarot, tiru'ah el shofarot. Mikra Kodesh, kitshu'u ba'asiyat melecha. Okay. Amor Rebekiva, Rebekiva told him, yes, Amor Rebekiva, Did we answer why we say Malchiyot? No, we didn't say yet. We're gonna, we didn't finish. Rebekiva, we're still in the right time. Amor Rebekiva, Rebekiva says, Rebekiva, Shabbaton Shabbat. Why doesn't it say Shabbaton means resting? Shabo patacha ketuv tichla. That's first. Ela Shabbaton teaches you kacheu b'sadlacha. The word Shabbaton is not part of what what according to Rabbi Kiva Shabbaton in this pasuk Shabbaton zechron teruah. Shabbaton is not part of what you say. That's just telling you that you should not do melacha on Rosh Zikaron is zechronot. So now, okay, that's very nice. But how do you know Malchiot? Tanya, you learned in the Brayta. Rabbi Omer, Ani Hashem Elokechem. It says Ani Hashem Elokechem. Ubachodshri Zimalchiot. So the word Ani Hashem Elokechem happens to be right before Bachodshvi, and that teaches you. That they that you have to mention Malchuyot according to this opinion. Now, Ani Hashem Elokechem is the last pasuk in the pesukim that are talking about Shavuot. The next, if you if you look in Vayikra, in Parshat Emor, it goes through all the holidays. And when it goes to Shavuot, pasuk ends with Ani Hashem Elokechem. The next word is Ubayichod Shavi on the on the seventh month, the first day. So you see Ani Hashem Elokechem next to this. That makes you malchuyot. You got that? Good. Rabbi Yossi, I don't need that pasuk. 
will be remembered in front of Hashem your God. So why does it say that? That teaches you that whenever you mention zikronot, you should always have malchuyot with it. Where do we say the Kedushat Hayom? Tanya, we learned in the Im HaMalchuyot Omra. You always say it together with the Malchuyot. Ma'amatin mechomakom b'rvi'it. Avkan b'rvi'it. Okay, so the, according to this, why do we mention, why do we mention, there's something called Kedushat Hayom, which is the Pesukim that talk about the holiness of Rosh Hashanah. Now, where do we know that that goes with the Malchuyot? So the first opinion is, in general, whenever we mention Kedushat Hayom, it's always the fourth Barakha. On Shabbat, right? On Shabbat, when we have the Amidah that changes, what do we do? We do Magen Avraham, Mechayah Metim, Atah Kadosh, and then we do Kedushat Hayom, we say Mekadesh Shabbat. That's the fourth one. So just like that one, the, the fourth one is Kedushah, so to here the fourth one is going to be Kedushah as well. That's the first opinion. Why? Just like we always find it in the middle. Also to here it should be in the middle. Right? Because usually we do Kedushat Yom in number number four. But there's only seven. Four is the middle of seven. On Rosh Hashanah, we're not doing seven. We're doing one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's in the fifth one, right? So he says it has to be in the middle one, which is the fifth one. Okay. One time, when the betin made the month holy in Usha, right? He did Manuri's way, where he did it earlier, in the fourth bracha. We don't follow this in Yavna. He went, the Chazan was the son of Yosegli. He did like Rabbi Kiva. told him, That's what he used to do in Yavna. Do you mean to tell me that Rashbag, who says it goes to the fifth Rashbag, goes like Rabbi Kiva? You do it in Malchuyot with Kedushat Hayom, which would be in four. He says it was with number five. So why are you telling me it's the same? It's not the same. One saying, one saying four, one saying five. The Chidush is that you blow by Malchuyot. Meaning, you're right, he doesn't do it in the same Beracha. But he does hold that you blow by Malchuyot, which where the first rabbi says you don't blow by Malchuyot at all. And therefore, that's what we're saying, they're the same. Okay. It says in the in the quote, that on the second day, Rabbi Yosek Lili was the, was the Chazan. Pass me that, please. My Shini, what does that mean the second day? So it says the Gemara, you know what it means? Like this. If you want to say it was the second day of Yom Tov, it can't be. 
because we're talking about Rosh Hashanah. And we know, Habib, that Rosh Hashanah was never Me'ubad. We never had a leap Rosh Hashanah. We just never do. So therefore, it can't be talking about the second day of Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> From the days of Ezra and on, we never, have, we never have a pregnant Elul. So if you never have a pregnant Elul, how could you ever have a case that, you, that the second day of Shana, this guy was the Chazan? How could anyone be a Chazan? You can't be a Chazan because there never is a second day of Rosh Hashanah. We have this statement that from the days of Ezra and on, there was only one day, they never had a pregnant Elul, which means that they, 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 if you don't have a pregnant Elul, in order to have two days of Rosh Hashanah, you have to have a 30-day Elul. Day 30 and day Aleph will be Rosh Hashanah, it's two days. But if you never had a pregnant Elul, that means you only had one day Rosh Hashanah. So how could you ever have such a thing? Did I lose you? Good. Says you're right. When we said the second day, we didn't mean the second day of this Roshana. We meant the next Roshana, a year later. Okay? Second year. Second year, yes. Okay, new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah as follows, guys. And Pochtin, we can't do less. You have to have at least 10 for Malchoyot, 10 for Zechnot, 10 for Shofrot. He says, listen, you could do 10, but if you did only three, you're already Yotze. So we always do 10. If you look in our, our Amidah on Shofar, on Rosh Hashanah, we always do 10 of each. There's 10 of each one. All those Malchoyot ones. Says when we have ten pesukim malchiot, who is it opposite? It's against the ten halels that David mentions in Tehillim. He doesn't say the word hallelujah only ten times. He mentions it much more. Says it mentions ten times Hallelujah Bateka Shofar. What do we say in the morning? Yeah, so the one we say in the morning, there's ten Hallelujahs in that one. So now since we're talking about blowing Shofar and Rosh Hashanah, so we picked that one, and in that that, that Tehilim, it mentions Hallelujah ten times, and that's how we know that you have to have ten Pesukim of Malchuyot. Okay? The reason why it's ten is because the ten commandments that were told Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai. There were ten statements Hashem said to create the world. That because of those ten statements, and of course the world was created on Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, because of those ten statements, that's why we have ten machiot exactly. Hi Ninu. What are the ten statements that Shem created the world with? Vayomer. Right? Vayomer to Bereshit Tisha'ava. There's only nine for Bereshit. Says, no, Bereshit Nami Marav. The word Bereshit itself is also a creation word. Dechtiv, B'dabel Hashem Shemayim B'dabar Hashem Shemayim B'arat Nasu. Says, with the word of Hashem, Shemayim B'arat was made. And therefore we know that that's also a pasuk. 
Good. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Yochumanu Omer. Im Omer shalosh shalosh mikoranu yatsa. If you said three of each of miyotzeh, Ibaru we asked the question. Hechi ketani. What What does he mean to say? Shalosh mina Torah. Shalosh mina nevim. Shalosh mina kudubim. Tavetesha. Vikim benayu chada. Odilma. Echad mina Torah. Echad mina nevim. Echad mina kudubim. Tavetesha shalosh. Vikim benayu tuva. We asked the question. The first rabbi said, Tanakhama says you need ten pesukim of each. The second rabbi says you need three. Now, he could be saying two different things. He could be saying altogether you need three. One from Torah, one from Nevi'im, one from Ketuvim. That's three altogether. And if so, there's seven, difference of seven in between the two rabbis. One rabbi saying ten, other rabbi saying three. Alternatively, he could be saying you need three of each. Three of Zichrot, three of Zichrot, three of Shofarot, and then he's saying nine, and the difference is only one. Okay? Ten. Chanakam says ten. Ten of each. It's thirty. That's 30. And this, we're asking that this other rabbi is saying three of each. Is three of each 27? Or three of each is nine? Is it nine to 30? Or 27 to 30? Good. So it's about Tashma, I'll bring you a proof. You have to have 10 of each. But if you said seven of each, why seven? So rabbi, rabbi number one is saying the minimum is seven. Rukman Zui says, If you do less, you do less than seven. But if you, said, you shouldn't do any less than seven. But if you said three of each, you So you see, then he means you're getting a total of three. Right, so it looks like you're saying that he's only getting away with three of three altogether. Okay. Yes. Right, right, right. He wouldn't like it either. I hear. I hear the question. Okay. Amar Vuna, Amar Shmuel, Halachakar Biyochanan. We follow Biyochanan Benuri when it comes. To this, okay. You have to do at least three, okay. And maskin zichron b'chorot v'shovar shaporanot. We don't mention in the pesukim. We can't mention any pesukim that are bad on klal yisrael. All the malchiyot zichron shavar pesukim have to be good for klal yisrael. We don't mention bad things in front of the court. You know, Rosh you're in court. Don't mention. Don't mention you speeding. Don't mention you this. You just don't don't mention it. Okay. Matchil b'torah. You start with the Pesukim from the Torah. Um you finish with Navi. According to Tanakama, you start with Torah and Ketuvim the Navi. Right? Now, why would it do it like this? Is that the reason why they do it is because even though Ketuvim comes after Nevi'im, but some parts of Nevi'im, like Tehilim, were really written before the Nevi'im. And therefore, we can mention them first. That's why it's Torah, Kituvim Nevim. Good. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Im Eshtim B'Torah Yatsa. Yossi says, if you finish with Torah, it's also good. You can even mention Nevim? No, in other words, you don't have to finish with Nevim. You could finish with, you could do one, two, three, and then end off with Torah. Okay? We always end off with Torah, by the way. 
זה נגמר, מלכויות, כגון חי אני נאום השם, אלוהים, אם לא ביד חזקה בזור מצויה ובחמה שפוכה, אמלא אתכם. We said you shouldn't mention פסוקים regarding Hashem being the king that are negative. What's one of them? Here, one of the, one of the פסוקים that are negative is this one. It says that I swear, says Hashem, that with a strong hand, I will, and, and, and with upsetness, fury, I will reign over you. So I'm going to rule over you. It's, you see Hashem is the Melech, but it's, Hashem is upset. Hamash Shepucha. Whenever Hashem gets, he says, I wish Hashem would get angry at us and then redeem us. So you might have thought this is a good one, right? Because even if Hashem gets angry, if he if at least takes us out of Galut, it's worth it. And the rabbi said that still, that's not called a good one. And we're not allowed to use that pasuk as a malchuyot pasuk. Right? Yes, exactly. We don't even mention getting angry at Rosh Hashanah. It's very, uh, I always love it. It's a beautiful thing to mention, you know. People are always looking for a good sigula on Rosh Hashanah. The best sigula on Rosh Hashanah is not to get angry. You see, here's a beautiful basuk, and we're not mentioning because it mentions anger. So we don't mention anger, but we don't want to, definitely don't want to get angry either. Okay? Zikaron, it says, a remembrance. Hashem remembered that they were only basar, and uh, they, and therefore uh, they're not so good. Shofar, kigon, teku, shofar, begiva. But there's a pasuk, teku, shofar, begiva, which told us that, it, it doesn't mention blowing shofar, but it told us that the people of Binyamin were under attack, and therefore that was a negative pasuk, and we can't mention that in the, in the, in the Amidah. But if you want to mention a pasuk which mentions something negative, but it's negative about goyim, that's okay. Amor, you could say it. What's malchuyot? Hashem malach yirgizu amim. Hashem is the ruler. He'll be upset at the goyim. Hashem malach melech olam va'ed avedu goyim me'artzo. Get rid of the goyim. That's an example of pasukim that are negative about goyim. Okay. Another one, Kigon, Zikaron, Kigon, Zikor Hashem the Bnei Adam. Ha'omrim Aru Aru Ata Yitzodba. That's a pasuk in Tehillim that meant we were talking about bad about the Goyim. Remember that the Goyim uh, tried to destroy the Beit HaMikdash. Good. Shofar, Kigon, Vashem, Elohim, Vashofar Yitka, Vahalach, Vasarot, Teman. This is the pasuk that we actually say. Hashem will blow the Shofar, and he go down in Sarot Teman. He'll go down in Sarot Teman. Hashem Tzavot will protect them. Therefore, we see that we can use that Pasuk. Even though it's bad for the Goyim, we can mention it. Good. We can't mention Zikron if you mention a particular person. Even if it's good. Remember me, Bertzon Amecha. This pasuk is in Tehillim. Or, because it's, it's, it's personal, Zochreni. We don't mention Zichronot, it has to be Zichronot on Klai style. Can't be Zichronot on a particular private person, even if it's a good thing, you don't mention it. Remember me, Hashem, for good. That's a pasuk by, um, I think that's, it's Nechemia. Good. 
says the Gemara. Pictorot, Harehen Kizurot. If you if you, you, you hear a Pasuk that says Hashem was poked somebody, the word poked is Vashem Pakadat Sarah, Hashem mentioned, remembered Sarah, could also use for the word Zikaron. You don't have to use the word Zikaron itself, you can use the word Poked. Kigon, Adonai Pakadat Sarah, Kigon, Pakor Pakatetchem, I remembered you, right? Tivere Ryoks says Ryoksi. No, and the word Poked is not a Zikaron, and you can't use Hashem Pakadat Sarah. Well, Ryoksi, according to Ryoksi, who says you can use it, I understand that that pictorot is like zikharot, but Hashem pakar tzara pikadon diachid who how can you mention Hashem pakar tzara? I thought we said we don't mention individuals, and here we're mentioning an individual. Says the Gemara, Kevan da'atu rabim mine kirabim damya. Beautiful answer. Yes, it's true that tzara is an individual, but since all klal Yisrael came from her, she's like a rabim. And therefore, you can say you can mention Hashem Pakad Tzara. If you hold that Pakad is like a Zichron, so then you can mention Tzara as well. Okay, says the Brayta. Lift up your gates and mention, right? We have we we nasu p'tchei olam and and um, lift the p'tchei olam. We have all melech hakavod and melech hakavod will come. Mi zeh melech hakavod is the one that gives melchama. Right? The first one mentions it twice. The second one has three mentions of Hashem being the king. The first one counts as one, and the second one counts as two. So the machloka, since it mentions in the in the thing, is that one or two? Is that two or three? Okay. Why why would it be three? Ah, okay, fine. One plus. How, how many? No. No, it's two and three. Two and three? Five. Two and three, or one and two? One and two. Okay, yeah. It says, Zameru Elohim Zameru, Zameru Ki Elohim. Sing to Hashem, sing to our king, because Hashem rules over the whole world. How many is that? Shtayim, that's two. The very he says it's only one. Vishim, but they both agree. Everyone agrees that that's only one. Zikanon, What if you have the word zikanon, which is remembrance, and it also mentions the word teruah? Can it count for zikanot and shofarot? You can mention it for zikanot, you can mention it for shofarot too. You can only count the pasuk for zechrot. What? Another thing. What if we have melech with the word teruah? Can you use it twice? Hashem, Eloheinu, Elohav, Mo, Tzurat Melech Bo. Hashem, their God, is with him. Tzurat Melech Bo, and the the blowing of a melech is with him. This could be a malchuyot. It could be a teruah. You can mention for Malchus, mention for the same one for both. 
if you finish with Navi, you're also okay to finish. Let's switch it the other way around. Okay, the better people would always finish with the Torah. Just like we have the Gemara in Berachot, we said, Vatikin do Netzachama. Here we have the Vatikin finishing with the Torah. Vatikin is people who want to do the mitzvot the best way. Says the Gemara, I understand that there's many pesukim about shifrot. El malchiot tlat hu dehavyan. There's only three pesukim of malchiot. What are they? Hashem elohavim or tlat melech bo, vayhi bishulon melech, and Hashem yimloch leolam vayed. So there's only three in the Torah that mention Hashem as the king. V'nam bein an esed v'leka. We need ten. I'm Ravuna Tashma, I'll give you them. One is, Shema Yisrael Shem Echad Shem Echad. Tivei Biosi. That's the tenth, that's the, 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 that is the, the fourth one that you need. Rabbi Huda Omer, Eina Malchuyot, that's not Malchuyot. What is? V'yadata Yom V'ashavot Alevecha Keshem Olim En Od, that's Malchuyot. Tivei Biosi. That's malchut. You were shown to see on Har Sinai that there was no one besides Hashem. That means that's malchut. The very biosi. We don't mean no. That's not malchut. So the machlok what's called malchut in the end. Okay, we're gonna stop over here at the Mishnah. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.